You are now listening to Fixed Ops Chops, podcast designed by top industry experts to provide you the cutting-edge information you need for a lucrative fixed operations department. Stay up to date on the hottest profit-strengthening products, services, and technologies. And now your host, CEO of Traction, automotive industry leader, and fixed operations expert, Dave Boyle. Hey everybody, welcome back to Fix Ops Shops, live from the floor here at the NADA convention in Dallas, Texas, my hometown. Glad to be here with you. We are day two, first thing in the morning. Not a lot of people here yet. I think everybody was out partying too hard last night or something. But uh, anyway, I'm Dave Bull, your host from Traction, and uh, we're doing some rapid fire, uh, little short vignettes here at the show um, over the next couple of days. And I am happy to uh, sit down with a good customer of ours, actually, uh, Mr. Tony Cooper from the Regal Automotive Group. Tony, how are you? I'm good. good very good. You. Good to nice see to you. finally meet you. I've, yeah. I've seen the name and talked to you, you, know, times talked to you a bunch years. of times over the years, but never actually put a face to a face to the face. So. Cool, cool, cool. So, you have been, and I was just talking to Scott Ray, one of our, our sales reps, who's your account, your account guy, and he was telling us how well you've done with tires and, 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 and alignments in your store. No shameless plug for our stuff. Okay? No, that's I'm right. Make this a commercial. But outside of that, what's the secret? What's your well, secret? Well, the secret is hold people accountable. Okay. The machine does that. Yep. So, that's the important thing. Right. We like to pretend that every car that comes to the drive gets checked, tires checked, but obviously we know it's better than that. Right. We run between our three locations, 300, 350 cars a day through there. And obviously those aren't going to be checked manually, so right. these machines have done a world of good for us. We've not just doubled, we've more than tripled our tire sales. Wow. It's important, right? I mean, you know, it's uh, when I started this company with my partner, was it almost 13 years ago now, uh, we were, we were the nut jobs out talking about tires. Um, everybody was like, ah, tires, who wants to, you know, let the independents do that. Uh, and it's been fun to watch that evolve over the last decade, right? And now it's like tires for dealers seems to be the thing, right? Well, the manufacturers got tired of watching all these independent places take all their business. Right. And that's the tires were the main cause of that. Yep. A lot exactly. of dealers didn't want to deal with tires. You know, there's not a huge margin in them, but they are a great retention tool for our customers. Well, so come back and buy tires, you own them. That's the key, right? I mean, and, and we've always sort of known that there was a connection between defection and tires. Um, and it followed that through to once they defect, they're less likely to buy another car from you. There's actually some hard data out there now in the industry. Cox Automotive actually put a study out a year ago that actually put numbers on the fact that if you if, if, if they defect from your service department and they are likely to defect for tires at about a 70% clip, um, you know, only about a third of them come back, that, you know, 40, 50%, you're not likely going to sell them another vehicle uh, because you lose that connection to the dealership through the service department. Uh, and it's, it's, I find it ironic that it's taken this industry all these years to make that connection. Right? Just about what I was about to say is, you know, we waited so long to get on this bandwagon with tires. I mean, some of the manufacturers started off earlier than the others, but they're still not, we're still not tire stores. Right. And we need to be. Right. Mean, that's what, that's a retention tool. You know, every car needs them. It's not a, you know, some of the fluid flushes and things like that that are a necessity, but tires are a necessity. And 
if you don't uh, keep up on them, and it's like you got the taxes, right? I mean, it's absolutely. You got to do them. You don't see anybody riding around on the rims. So. I tell dealers all the time, they're going to get them. The question is, they're going to get them from you. Right. That's the trick. That's the trick. You know, and 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 the the dealers have such an advantage, right? Because you've got them captive for that first three years of ownership. You know, well, this car's still under warranty, and that's really the time. We believe that's really the time that you got to be selling them on your services with tires. You know, and we call it selling the green, We're measuring that tire every time, even when it's green. One of the reasons why we developed this product, quite frankly, was we knew that there was no motivation for technicians and service advisors to stick a tire when it's clearly green and new. Right. Um, but we believe that's what you should be doing because that reinforces to the consumer that you care about their tires and you are the tire shop. And when they do need tires three, four years down the road, they're more likely to think of you than just scoot down to the store that has tire on the sign, right? You know, and that's your that's your biggest competitor, obviously. Well, that's why it's important to have some, a tool like this because we know manually it's not going to happen. It may start out well and everybody's high-fiving each other. And two, three weeks later, it goes to about 70% then 50% before you know it, it's a lost cause. So this type of equipment, especially with the new technology now, when you drive over it, send you a text showing you your tire tread depth. I mean, at that point, the advisor, right? everything, all the tools are there for them. It's very simple. So how long have you been in the business? 32 years. Wow. Good stuff. Congratulations. Back when we used to handwrite stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm coming up on 30 myself. Yeah. So it's, uh, so let me ask you this question. If you had an opportunity to sit down with yourself 30 years ago and give yourself a piece of advice, what would it be? Uh, jump all over light maintenance tires, those things. The things we lost. Right. We lost, we created the independent market. We did. Yeah. We, we lost did. billions and billions of dollars to it. And unfortunately, we're all out there attacking it, trying to recoup it. But realistically, these customers have been taken care of by some of these independents. Yeah. And a lot of hands-on. And, you know, you don't walk into an independent and walk out with bad tires. That's for sure. They're going to make sure you're, everything in that car is checked. And some of the things we neglected to do for years. I was talking to a good buddy of mine the other day, and we were talking about the struggles the dealers have had in the customer pay space and really the, the, the warranty. Warranty is sort of that double-edged sword, right? I mean, it was what... It's what made everybody in our business a lot of money for a lot of years, but it did become sort of, you know, the the, the, the thing that, that that made us weak in other areas, right? Because we relied on it, and you know, when that shift happened, you know, when warranty started to go away, and we needed to rely more on customer pay. Is when we all woke up and realized, like you said, that we created this independent market, and all of a sudden we we're going to have to fight for the stuff that we that we willingly allowed to leave, you know. Prior, so all right. Here's question number two along the same vein. So you're you're uh, and, and just it can be any answer. One thing, just tell one new service person that's getting in this business, other than obviously what we just talked about. What's 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 the best advice you can give somebody that wants to be a service director and, and have the kind of success that you've had? Well, it's funny you say that. I use this theory that everybody should do one through nine. One is clocking in the morning, nine is clocking out at night, and everybody says, where's ten? Ten's the extra. Yeah. Ten's the... I love that. It's not my pay plan. I don't have to do it. It's not my job description, but I do it because I want to get better. I want to advance. And most people don't want to do the tens. They just want to do the one through nines, and that's okay. You're going to have those people. Right. But if you want the successful people that's going to grow your business, you go after the tens. I love that. You know, I didn't... You just... You got me thinking. It's not... I mean, that applies to almost any... It does apply to any industry, right? Any business. Life. Life. Absolutely. And we do have a lot of 
You're always, you're always going to have the people that are just there for a paycheck to punch in and out. The trick is to be able to groom the ones that actually are vested in care and are willing to do the 10. I love that. Whenever I leave town on a trip, like this trip, I've already gone to three car dealerships. If I go on vacation somewhere, I, I visit a couple either body shops or car dealerships just to try to pick up ideas. Wonderful. That's how I run into your company. Really? Yeah. Really. Nice. Yeah. Couldn't be interview, interviewing a guy named Ed Roberts here in a little bit. He's coming by my booth, and he's got a very successful um, Ford dealership down in St. Augustine, Florida. And he was telling me that this is what one of the things that he does. He tries every time he goes somewhere. He tries to visit a couple of stores. And he was down in Houston just a little while ago when he was here. He made to drive down to Houston to visit a store. And, and um, you know, he's he's arguably as you are very successful, but he's always learning. You know, which I think is the key to this, right? Absolutely. It's, it's well, this has been cool. Listen, I have been ending every one of these podcasts with the same thing. I'm a big, uh, I was a big fan of James Lipton. I don't know if you know that name, but he used to have that show called Inside the uh, Actor's Studio, which he unfortunately passed away last year. Um, and he used to end every interview with these five questions he asked everybody. Um, and I've got my version of the five questions, so rapid fire, I'm going to hit you with them. So what was the first car you ever owned? A uh, Chevy Chevelle. Really? What year? 1972. Wish you still had that, right? Yeah, it was a uh, graduation gift. Man, those things are worth a fortune, yeah. especially if they got a big motor in it, big yeah, blocks. 454. Oh my gosh. That's a $100,000 car nowadays if you uh, can find a good one. I wish I had half of the cars I used to have. <laughs> I bet, I bet. So, what do you drive now? I drive uh, a couple cars. Yeah. Uh, Cadillac, X5. Cool. Cool. Uh, if you could pick any other industry other than this one, what would it be to work in? Well, you know, I went to school to be an attorney, and I have a degree in criminal psychology, so uh, it probably would have been that Fascinating. Deal. Really? Yeah, I know. So how did you end up going from that to working at a guard dealership? Well, I graduated college at 20 years old. I was young. And decided I wanted to try something different. Okay. I was in Michigan. I come down to stay with some relatives down in uh, Sarasota, Brighton area. And I started sweeping floors for a Chevy dealership, 20 years old. There you go. Green criminal psychology, and <laughs> it's gone on from there. Uh, I've held every position from lot porter to general manager. No regrets? No, love it. Absolutely. Love it. Fabulous. All right, I gotta pick one person in this industry you admire the most. Who is it? Oh, there's a lot. But uh, uh, Chris Collins yeah. does a real good job. I like his consulting techniques. Yeah, Chris is a, Chris is a sharp guy. He's been doing this for a long time. Yeah, as a previous consultant, he's, he's sharp. And lastly, what's your favorite thing about the car business? Customer interaction, dealing with employees. It's so funny, you know. It, everybody I've asked that same question has given me the exact same answer. It's always it's always the people side. Which I find interesting, right? And I'm, you know, we're a technology company, but I remind my, 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 my team all the time, you know, we're just an enabler, right? This is a people business. It'll it always be a people business. And technology has to be there to help the people do a better job. You can't, you can't you know, replace them, you know, we can't do it, you know, we can't do it in spite of them and that kind of stuff. It's got to be, it's got to be there to support the humans because this is a people-to-people -people business. Yeah. Well, I've already said I can train you to do every job in the dealership, I can't train you to be nice. If you're a people person, we can make it work. We need more of that in this industry, my friend. Absolutely, we really do. Tony, this has been fun, man. Appreciate I appreciate it. it. And it's really, really nice to meet you. Thank you for being a long-time yeah. customer. He's been a customer since almost the first day we hung out our shingle. Yeah. You've had all three versions of our product. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm really proud to call you a customer, my friend. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. Thank, Thank you. you.
Thank you for listening to Fix Ops Chops with Dave Boyle. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast and be sure to visit our website at www.traction.com. That's traction with an X. To join the conversation and discover our Fix Ops bonus content.